guys, it's Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to another Simple Saturday. I am so proud of you that you are taking time out to get some relaxation and some motivation about living your life more simple and on purpose. For those of you that are just joining, this is your first Simple Saturday. Welcome to you guys. Simple Saturday is a bi-weekly email that is now in podcast form. And the whole goal of Simple Saturday is to give you tips and encouragement and updates around how we're living our simple on purpose journey and how you can incorporate that into your own life. So let's get into it. Let's start with Simple Family. It was about four or five years ago. Our kids were three, two, and one, and we sat down on New Year's Eve. Lots of you guys have heard this story. The the big New Year's Eve that changed everything. My husband and I sat down, and the first question we asked ourselves is, what do we want our kids to grow up to be? And what things do we want to do with our kids? We had, you know, been together for a number of years, had three kids together, and we had never had these conversations together. And it really helped us to uncover this vision that we hadn't talked about that we both really shared for our family. So we started out with those questions and we added in, what do we want to do this year? What are our personal goals? And that kind of changed everything in terms of pursuing intentional living. And when it comes to family, they call it intentional parenting. I call it mom on purpose, being the mom that you want to be on purpose. Once we asked these questions, it was suddenly like we had this destination, this vision, this place we were going to, instead of just going through the day-to-day, just trying to get by. Instead of life just happening at you, we saw that we could make daily decisions that would move us towards the family that we wanted. You know, I really didn't want my kids to grow up and for me to feel like I just spent every day on autopilot reacting to whatever came up. I want my kids to grow up and feel like we did things that we were passionate about. We raised kids in line with the vision we had for ourselves and the values we had for our family. So parenting on purpose, being a mom on purpose is something that is um, something we'd try to incorporate in our daily life and it's something we talk about when we set our yearly vision and goals and this is something that you can see play out in the culture of your family so family culture is something that you already have it's how you guys talk to each other the way you interact Um, it's the way you do life and the way you do life together you could probably look at some families and think like they have a really cool way about them and you might not know what it is it's their family culture you have your own family culture if you can think of some words what do you think it might be I've written about family culture before, what it is and how to build into it, but I came across this pin on Pinterest and it's from a mom who has older kids and she's got more experience and more years in this and I really loved her thoughts on building a home your kids want to come home to. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. Go check it out. It's worth a read. Now everybody's watching Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. If you don't know what it is, it's a show on Netflix and it's based on her book, The Magical Art of Tidying Up the magic art of tidying up. And she has this method where you declutter by category. So you bring everything into one space, like all your books, all your clothes, and you sit with each item and you hold it and you ask, does it spark joy? If it doesn't, you let it go. If it does, you keep it and you give it home and you organize your home with these things that you love. So this is a Netflix show and I've watched quite a few episodes And with any like mega trend, some people are into it, some people aren't. When I started decluttering, this wasn't a thing. The Marie method wasn't around. I just kind of started like plowing through my basement and chucking things in bags that 
I, why do I keep these? Why do I have them? I don't need all this stuff. And what is really striking me about her approach and the approach that maybe lots of us in North America take is we want to um, get really logical about what we're keeping and why. So when I was going through my closet, I reduced it by a third by saying, I have this many shirts. It would take me this many months to wear a brand new shirt every single day. This is too many shirts. And I was, I did a lot of my decluttering just by kind of rationalizing how much I had and how much I needed. But when I watched tidying up, Marie Kondo doesn't do that. There are people standing with mountains of clothes and she doesn't say, if it doesn't fit you, let it go. If it's not in good shape, let it go. She doesn't tell people to let go of things. She says, just start with what you know for sure sparks joy in you. And she says, hold that item. And if it makes you feel like this, like this ching, like this feeling, then you know you can keep it. And she doesn't talk people out of keeping things that might seem ridiculous. There was a 12-year-old boy who wanted to keep a sippy cup that had his name on it. And she just held it and put it up on the shelf gently and said, let's make a special home for this. I mean, if that was my kid, I would be looking for ways to sneak that out in the middle of the night. She also asks you to thank the items you don't keep. I did not do this. I was like stuffing bags as full as I could and chucking them out into the garage. But when I watched her, I was really struck by something that took me a long time to learn, and that is the reverence she has for things. I mean, I learned a lot of decluttering lessons through just ugly cries and wading through stuff and asking myself, why do I still have this? Why did I buy it? Kind of in a, I approached cluttering in kind of a depressive state where she does the opposite. and. I got through a lot of the big bulk of decluttering by being really practical and rational, but I was still left with items that I had to sit with and think, do I love this? Do, do I want to keep this in my life? And so ultimately I did use her approach in a roundabout way. And it's the question that I find myself still using when I look at things I have. Do I love this? Do I want to keep it in my home? And more importantly, do I want to bring it into my home? This is a question I often use when I'm shopping. So I do really appreciate tidying up because I think what ultimately we need to remember is um, we're in a culture, a North American culture, where we can just go buy the cheapest thing. It's BOGO everywhere you look. If we want to spill a space, we can just go buy something and throw it on the wall or throw it in the corner. But our stuff needs more reverence than that. It's important to spend your money on things that have value. It's important to care for the things that you have not just items, but relationships and time and resources. It's important to ask yourself what sparks joy because this helps you practice listening more closely to yourself. It helps you shed the layers of these false identities that you've built up. It's important to thank the items that you let go of because everything that you let go of, you brought it into your home for a reason and now it, it has to leave for a reason. And you can be grateful for that lesson you learned. It's important to organize your home and this is something I am slowly learning this year, this last year especially, is you can give a lot of attention to decluttering, but what do you do with the things that you keep? When you're decluttering, you're gonna find stuff that you forgot you even owned. And Marie Kondo is allowing people ways to organize these things that you can always see them, so you can always use them. And that's really ultimately what we want. We want a house full of stuff we love and we use. So if Conmarie is something that you use, I'd love to hear approach. And I haven't read the book, but I think just based on watching her TV show, I would recommend it. And I want to wrap up with the currently list. I'm currently reading three books. I normally don't. I just finished North of Normal by C. Person, and it is a memoir of a girl who grew up in the, 
I think 60s, 70s in the bush with her family. They were kind of just like out there living on the land and it's there's a lot of trauma where she's going back and forth from the bush to the city with her mom. It is it is really riveting to think about her life. And it does cover the whole story from, you know, her grandparents up to her being an adult and having children of her own. The other book I'm reading is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. How have I not read this yet? I remember my managers reading it when I used to be a health inspector and thinking, oh, it's very productivity-based just by, by what they said. But I'm like a few chapters in and there's a lot of really great information that I learned in life coaching, actually. So I'd really recommend that. I'm actually reading this as part of a littlelight.ca the a book club that we have in our private Facebook group. And the last book I'm reading is uh, The Last Letter from Your Lover. It's by Jojo Moyes. I've seen her books everywhere. I've never read them, but I really am enjoying this one and I'll probably read more of her stuff. Something I'm loving <laughs> is my electric pencil sharpener. Yes, it's so nerdy, but it just makes me so happy to have these nice sharp pencils. So if you have some ratty old pencil crayons and pencils, just bring them over to me. I'm going to sharpen them and I'm going to sort them and I will give them back to you in a lovely little box. What I'm loving to wear right now is an outfit. I'll link it in the show notes and of course it's in the newsletter. It's basically joggers, a t-shirt and a long cardigan. And I just want to formally thank all the fellow moms who I've been around wearing this outfit and you never called me out that I'm basically wearing fancy pajamas. This outfit is a literal day to night look. I could sleep in it. I could go out in it. It's my favorite. Something I'm doing right now, we're working on the Life on Purpose workbook with Connor. So far, we've set vision for four areas of our life and we have five more to go. And we've taken our time with this. We've had some really great conversations. We've kind of really dug deep into some topics that we don't usually cover. And I remember hearing on the One Delightful podcast about a couple that actually goes away on a yearly retreat to do their yearly goals. And I could totally see after the days and days of conversation we've been having that that would be a really solid way to dig into setting vision with your partner. I'm listening to a podcast that my bestie told me about called Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel. She's a marriage therapist and her podcast is her actual therapy sessions with couples. It is so interesting. And finally, I am learning something new. I'm learning that I hate playing Django with my children. <laughs> they are reckless. They are crazy. They are trying to topple it and I know this is the type nine coming out in me if you haven't heard me talk about the Enneagram before I'm a type nine I just want to build a stable tower it's not going to topple like I am the worst at games I'm not competitive at all I just want us to all like have our own space on the board we can all like succeed at the game but my kids are like no mom we're gonna Jenga like we are here to play the game. So I just appreciate that I can step back and say, hey, this is a lesson that is really good for me to learn through simply playing Jenga with my crazy children. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been a longer Simple on Purpose. I had a lot to say about tidying up. As always, I would love to hear from you. Hit reply if you are on the email newsletter. If you're not on the email newsletter, jump on over because I might share everything on the podcast, but I'm putting extra pictures, extra links in that email that you don't want to miss out on. And finally, I just want to have a little PS. Thank you to everyone who has already bought your copy of the Life on Purpose workbook. It's available on Amazon. And I just can't wait to hear what you think and how it's helping you uncover this life that you want and set a plan to make that happen. All right, it's been fun. Have a great Saturday. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye.